What's up, y'all? Thanks for tuning in to Fan Culture. We got the 11th episode now. Myself, we got uh, Brandon, we got Sakani here. It's really 11 episodes already? Yeah, 11 episodes. Wow. What's up, y'all? Wow, what's good, Sakani? We got a lot to get into. It's been a heck of a weekend in sports, and really, everything we got is about the NBA, because the NBA, even in the offseason, seems like it gets more interesting in the offseason. It does, because you have more time to pay attention to like more of the front office stuff i guess as opposed to like the actual games which are only scheduled certain nights it's i don't know it's it's drama but i mean i don't know who to trust like everybody's an expert nowadays oh yeah no of course of course there's a lot of reports out there a lot of smoke screens but we'll we'll talk about some of it as we move forward so first things first, let's talk about the biggest offseason move so far. Uh, Harrison Barnes has declined his player option for next season. Wait, no. who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I no. know who Harrison Barnes is, right, but right. that's the biggest news. Nah, nah, nah. Uh, obviously, we got to start with the Anthony Davis trade. The the by far biggest news. The shoe we've been waiting. Hey. The shoe we've been waiting on to drop this hey. whole entire time. The tables um, have definitely turned. Yeah. So now we LA. exactly. So now we know what's going to happen moving forward. If you've been living under a rock, if you don't know, the Lakers and Pelicans have finally agreed to a trade. Anthony Davis going to the Lakers, going back to the Pelicans, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and three first-round picks, including the fourth overall pick in Thursday's draft. Do y'all feel like that was too much to give up? High key, yes. And we knew what it it would take to get him there. Everybody knew they would have to take most of the the like younger core and some picks to get it done but i mean what you're looking at is an already developed player who's also still fairly like still young and barring no injury being paired with one of the greatest players to ever play the game still i mean people say lebron's not his prime anymore it doesn't matter (laughs) if he can still score I mean, if, if LeBron scored... There's evidence that he's not out of his prime right now yet. He's average 27. Right, he had a groin injury. How, how long did his groin injury keep him out? He missed 19 games. Okay. So... For the first time in his career, so therefore he's no longer in his prime. LeBron takes very good care of his body. And I heard earlier today what he'll be able to teach um, Anthony Davis about keeping his body healthy and just different methods like that. And it, it it could shape up to be some of the best closeout years of LeBron, you know, because, I mean, wasn't Anthony Davis the youngest uh, player on the USA team when he was fresh out of Kentucky? Or Yeah, 19 years old. You know, and he, I didn't know he'd shape out to be the kind of player he is. But to me, he's he's top three big man if not the best big man in the league as far as doing everything mm-hmm. on the floor it's, it's going to be interesting to see it really is oh no for sure Sakani, you feel like the lakers gave up too much not necessarily but i do feel like pelicans got uh set up for the future and the lakers are set up for right now so it, it makes sense where both teams are at you saw, I mean, the Lakers don't have first round picks for the first, for the next three years. I got a question for this year, though. Do y'all think that they're going to keep the pick, the first pick? Or do you think they're going to trade it away? Or do you think they're going to 
draft Zion and then auction him off to the. It sounds bad. I hate to say auction, but basically say who won him. No, no, they're keeping Zion. Without a doubt, they're building around Zion. They're building so. around Zion. Oh yeah, no. What's what's so that he's their new LeBron. I mean, he's their franchise player. I mean, he's their he's their. They're gonna build around him. Who's their current best player? J.R. Smith. Wait, who? The Pelicans. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm thinking about Cleveland. Well, Drew, they got Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is their best player. Drew Holiday. Yeah. So, I mean, they're they're gonna build around Zion. I don't think there's any doubt about that. The fourth pick. I don't know how high they are on some of these other players in the draft. Um, there's a couple quality picks that I can see them going with, either whether uh, Jarrett Culver out of Texas Tech, even DeAndre Hunter coming out of Virginia. I don't really see like a Darius Garland or anyone like that that's going to be in that four, five, six range. You know um, who nobody's talking about? R.J. Barrett. It's pretty much set in stone. He's going to the Knicks. So R.J. is going to be with who? Kevin Knox. Yeah, Mitchell Robinson. That's all they have. And uh, Dennis. Yeah, and Dennis Smith. Yeah, I mean that's pretty. It's not bad. That's pretty set in stone. He made it clear he wants to be in New York. The Grizzlies have made it fairly clear that they're looking at John Morant. That that's who they have their idea of picking. So I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty set in stone. I've heard. Mm. I wonder how Mike Conley feels about that. It's whatever. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's time to move on from Memphis. I've seen. It is. I've seen rumors that the Jazz are front runners to land Mike Conley, uh, which would be interesting. Do you think that would just be to groom uh, Donovan Mitchell, I guess? No, different position. Just build around that backcourt. Mike Conley's only 30, 31 years old. You can still get a few quality years out of him. That's so. true. That's true. If you can keep him on the on the court. But it's going to be interesting in L.A. First of all, did we choose the right people to trade? We, we kept coups. Yes. Yes, you did choose the right people to trade. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I, I mentioned this to uh, to you, Brandon. That like I, I don't know if you knew this, Sid, but it's like the Lakers haven't kept one of those first round draft picks since Anthony Bynum for over uh, since Bynum for over uh, their rookie contract. Yeah, yeah. No, I knew that. I noticed that. Lonzo's game being what it's, I feel like I would love to see Lonzo and AD together. I'm not even gonna lie. The Pelicans now have a very great backcourt and very great defensive backcourt as well. Lonzo and uh, Holiday. Well, yeah. Zion. Well, people uh, saying Zion and uh, Lonzo. Uh, if they keep, well, obviously, that's going to be amazing. I mean, that's is that the new Lob City? No, not yet. No, I mean they're they're still going to have some grooming and everything to do because and they're all young. Because let's they're be all, how old is isn't the oldest one Brandon Ingram? Yeah, twenty two years old <laughs> well actually no josh hart's the oldest because he played four years oh in josh is what 26 he's like no he's like 23 25 23 24 23? yeah right. so i mean he's the oldest from that group but let's be real and i was telling this to someone earlier i said uh, i feel like the are, i feel like the lakers the lakers are the first franchise in nba history to be running two teams because you got the lakers b squad on the Pelicans right now, even if you include Julius Randle, I know he opted out of his contract, but that's crazy. They got pretty much a full starting lineup of Lakers Basically. and you cut the actual Lakers. Wow. But, um, welcome New Orleans. Yeah. But to answer your question from earlier, I feel like the, I feel like the Lakers didn't give up too much. And the reason being is because they kept, they kept Kyle Kuzma, which they should honestly thank the Boston Celtics because the Celtics didn't want to include Jason Tatum in any trades. So 
once Jason Tatum's not on the board anymore, the Lakers have the best offer by far, without a doubt. So they were able to keep Kyle Kuzma as a result. But the Lakers were very desperate this year, and I don't mind them giving everything up or giving a lot up to get Anthony yeah. Davis because they were at risk of striking out in free agency for really a third big summer. There's no guarantee they were going to get Kawhi. No guarantee they were going to get Kyrie, Jimmy Butler, true. Kemba. LeBron could have been by himself if they didn't get AD. So AD is their free agent acquisition. And so giving up, you know, most of their core, the first round picks, I'm not really tripping off of. Obviously, the fourth pick is a big deal. Yeah. But the two future picks, you're expected to be in the finals. So those are going to be 28, 29, 30th overall pick. All right, unless you draft Kyle Kuzma out of that. But I, what I really want to kind of like unpack is just the timing of it all is crazy because imagine we made the deal before what went down in Golden State. Golden State lost the finals, right? Yeah. They didn't just lose. They they lost two of their best players. For next season. So it, con- it, it completely changed the landscape of free agency. It's wide open now. And the West is completely different now with the addition of AD. And that timing of it makes LA look better than as opposed to like feeling like pressured into like a deal they didn't they wanted to make, but to the public eye it looked like they were forced to make. I feel like they were gonna make it anyway because they knew this summer was a big summer. And you need to make your moves before the draft because that fourth pick was the most one of the most valuable assets they had. So you have to make a move before the draft, period. And this was really the only trade move that they could make outside of what Bradley Beal but why aren't you going to swing for the fences for AD especially once Jason Tatum is not on the board anymore for the Celtics offer the only thing that would have made the I feel the deal more balanced to me is if we would have had a pick higher than four so if we had a three two if we had the number one pick we could have gotten more in return with an addition to Kate I'm Katie excuse me AD as opposed to just getting ad yeah of course that care package basically and what i think will happen in the future that core is going to develop right they're going to learn how to play with one another and then new orleans is going to end up being one of our main rivals i like the i like the trade for new orleans like like sakani said because they are stacked you know in terms of young talent and young potential yeah but with the cap space they have now they also have the flexibility so let's say if this this iteration of the team doesn't work out. You still have cat space to move forward. You still have flexibility to move forward. If you don't want to keep Brandon Ingram, you don't have to. If you want to keep Lonzo, you don't have to. Uh, if those aren't the best pieces to build around a guy like Zion, you can do that. So I think they're in a great position right now. I kind of see them potentially being on an uptick similar to like the Denver Nuggets, where they've been they've been quiet. They've been you know kind of to the ground with a lot of their moves and their development, and now they finally arrived. Well, I, I think I was talking to the homie earlier today. When you look at what Toronto was able to pull off in winning the finals, yeah. <clears throat> they have Kawhi, they have Serge Ibaka, they have uh, Marcus Saul, um, they have, what's the name, Kyle Lowry, Pascal Siakam, I mean, um, Fred Van Fleet. I'm, and I'm saying all their names because, like, who would have thought these guys would win the finals, let alone in like in Toronto? And I think what's winning basketball is going to be not just good players. Well, I hope this is the future, and I hope this is what 
Nick Nurse is kind of like injecting into the game is like systems win games. You know what I mean? The only if you if you would ask if you were to start a team with any of those players, you might just pick Kawhi. I don't know who else you would start. I mean, maybe Marcus All. Would you start a team with Kyle Lowry? Mm, I mean, like if you okay, if you had to pick, if you could pick first, like the, your first pick. Oh well, I mean, yeah, Kawhi is a top five right. talent. So top the point I'm talent. trying to make is, hopefully, we we start moving into like not putting all of the like the best because obviously it's not working in Houston. I mean, one thing more so style of play than personnel, but that's a whole other issue too. Yeah, I mean, I think. I think I think that's what it should be. Just because Spurs, remember when the Spurs um, beat the Miami Heat? On paper, the Miami Heat were supposed to win that game, technically, right? Yeah, I mean, on paper, but they, it didn't happen that way. Right. So, yeah, I feel um, like Toronto's like an outlier this this season, mm-hmm. and nobody. I mean, who predicted them to win? I didn't. I definitely didn't win. I did. I did. You did? Yeah. I said I said Raptors in six if Katie didn't play. And I'm I talking about Raptors at the beginning in, of the season. Oh, in the beginning of the season. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I didn't know what they were going to be either, though. If I would have seen how they played, I might have gone right. with them. But, you know, it, it, it's whatever, though. They had a heck of a season. They did. Shout out um, to them. Yeah. Shout, shout out to the Raptors. Um, real quick. Do you think now with AD being with the Lakers that they are the favorites to win the title? I'll go ahead and say I don't think that makes us the favorite. I think that makes us well, yeah, I think that makes us the favorite to get out of the West. Yeah. At bare minimum. Because you could put Rondo, right? Resign Rondo. Be like, Rondo, don't turn over the ball. <laughs> Just don't turn over the ball and like pass it to like you know the open man, and we could make it to like out of the the West. I think with or with that cast, or at least be top three and make it to the. We're, we're making the playoffs. There's no. There's no. Oh well, they they better if not. Barring that's I keep saying barring no injury, yeah. Knock on wood, but there's just no way that team is not gonna make it. Right. Well, they have to be. Well, I coming out the West. That's what I said. That's exactly what I said. Barring no injury, they will be at least top three in the West because of the current landscape of the West. I'm gonna refrain from making the Lakers the favorite to come out of the West until I find out what their actual completed team is going to be. That's I feel like you got to give, you have to give. Houston the benefit of the doubt because Ooh, and Frank Vogel's gonna be the coach, bro. I gotta go to a game. Yeah, you you got you gotta give Houston the benefit of the doubt because they were two games away from beating Golden State. And on top of that, they took Golden State to game seven last year. We've kind of seen on the court and we saw the way it played out, you know, in the Western Conference semifinals against the Warriors. Chris Paul and James Harden were going back and forth a little bit. But reports have been coming out. Uh, there was a story, I believe, an ESPN article that came out either today or yesterday detailing a little more information regarding the Rockets drama. They're saying that this relationship between James Harden and Chris Paul is unsalvageable. Um, they say that Chris Paul wants to coach James Harden and James Harden is like, dude, you can't even beat your own man. You know, just let me play. And you kind of see that on the court. Obviously, Chris Paul was talking about, you know, they need more ball movement and stuff like that. And. James Harden isn't trying to hear any of that. 
So a lot of people think that one of them has to go. No one's going to trade James Harden, so that means Chris Paul there's has no to go. There's no way they trade James Harden. Well, yeah, there's no Could way you that imagine? they trade James Harden. They, half of their their uh, fans would not would, wouldn't show up. Like you're gonna you're gonna lose ticket sales. That yeah. that would be if I'm a business owner, solely because of that. Right, but at the same time, yeah. and Chris, merch sales. Chris Paul doesn't have a desirable contract. You're talking about forty million dollars a year for a 34 year old player. And they just who, need to figure it out. They need to figure. If, yeah. if I'm if I'm James Harden, right? I think I'm. I mean, he's MVP still because they still haven't voted for whoever MVP is. They're gonna mm-hmm. gonna release that information when uh, next week. Okay, so until next week, he's the best player. Like says the league. And I mean, this is no secret. By his style of play alone, you can tell he's he's a bit of a selfish player. I mean, people has have told Kobe this like for not passing and all all this. I mean, he passes, but at the same time, that ISO ball is his bread and butter. He's not just gonna go away from his bread and butter. They got him an MVP. So what do you do then? You just gotta sit down as men. It's like, hey, we need to figure this out, bro. Like. We're this close. They're knocking on the door every year. Yeah. And somehow, some way, they 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 manage to lose. They're the Raptors of the the Raptors of the West. Yeah, they are. Literally, they are with, with more star power. <laughs> and so, that's that that would be my recommendation. Or I mean, who are you gonna bring in? You would to, say to more star that? power. And between Chris Paul and James Harden over Demar and Kyle Lowry. I would say yes. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm not talking. I'm, about I'm the, thinking I'm, about like the team that just won. Oh no, 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 no! I'm, I'm not including Kawhi because that team actually won a championship. That team actually yeah. made it to their destination, but the old Raptors didn't. The old Raptors yeah, are exactly. today's Rockets. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, and it's it's it sucks because Chris Paul doesn't have any, I guess, any like credibility because he hasn't gone to a finals. He hasn't gone like. He's gone to a uh, conference finals, hasn't he? Or no? Well, yeah, yeah first I mean, time with, with, the, with the Rockets. Yeah. With the Rockets, right? <laughs> Last year. So, but that was with him. So, it, still no credibility. He's basically thinks like, bro, I'm carrying his team. What you, what you, what do you have to tell me that like I don't already know? Well, I mean, Chris Paul, he's not Chris Paul of old. I've been, I've lately, like, uh, I want to say the past two years, I've been hearing a lot more news about Chris Paul's character. And how people just really Ooh, aren't a fan of him. I forgot about that. Heck, and people it said makes me he wonder. Was, he was a terrible uh, teammate. I, I just I, I can't speak on how he is, but I've just been hearing a lot more about his character and how people enjoy playing with him or how they don't enjoy playing with him. So it's polarized. So, it's like uh, it's on both sides. I mean, yeah, you have people who respect like respect his basketball mind and you know enjoy being around a player who can break down the game like he does but then also like just personality wise they feel like he's not the coolest person to be around and he can be like a bit brash and can like come off just in many ways like you just said Sid like uh, how Chris Paul I mean how James Harden feels like he's being coached and isn't essentially isn't with that you know you're not about to coach me when i've gone for i've gone just as far as you have and i've earned more accolades right 
I, I think the Rockets should try to if it's I mean if it's not salvageable, obviously trade him. Who they should trade him for is then the next big question. If they could get Kemba, get rid of Chris Paul's contract, but that's not an easy contract to get rid of, as you said. Yeah, that's that's tough. That is tough. I. That's why I said they just. I would to like to see. Out. Yeah, I would like to see this Rocket team go against the Lakers. Go against the Lakers, and also I want to see what like what does come back with next year because it's not oh. like they were just trash. This Denver. Oh yeah, Denver <laughs> was a tough team. I mean, exactly. I think if if let's say Jokic hits the gym hard, I don't know who's gonna get him in the gym, but I mean if he hits the gym hard and he's able to run, he's able to like go those extra games and and like take on Anthony that workload. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. With, with no bounce, yeah. <laughs> with, with zero <Exactly>. bounce. <laughs> who says that all the time? Or <laughs> couldn't jump over a paper clip? <laughs> oh, I, I can't remember. But he, I saw him like. Literally at the rim, and he laid it in. I'm like, bro, if you don't dunk that. Yeah. I mean, I, Brandon, I, I think you're right. I think they do have to work it out just because of their circumstance. But nobody's arguing or no one's talking about how Chris Paul actually has a point. The reason Chris Paul has a point. Oh, he does. He does. Yeah. He absolutely yeah. does. Yeah, Chris Paul has a point. And it's not even just The ball about, sticks. Yeah, and it's, it's more about when you think about watching the Rockets play, if you watch them, you know, throughout the season, throughout the playoff. The most dangerous, the when they're the most dangerous is in pick and roll. Pick and roll with Capella. Capella, Because yeah. they always either lob to Capella or the defense seeks in because they're trying to prevent that lob. Kick it out to, you know, Aaron, Eric Gordon, uh, oh, PJ you... Tucker, Austin Rivers, you know, whoever. So that's really been their most lethal play. And none of that happens when it's just pick, you know, not even pick and roll, just ISO with James Harden. It's true. Or when you yeah. guard, you know, guard. James Harden like Ricky Rubio. That's when they're right, most dangerous yeah, too. Yeah, no, exactly. Most most players in the league will be. Yeah. But um yeah, I mean I, I think that they I think that what they What was that? Did anybody ever ask him what kind of defense that was? We'll see what happens with the Rockets, you know, going going down the road, but I think really they're limited. So they're in a position where they just gotta yeah. figure it out, you know, come together mm-hmm. for one more year, win a championship and then go break up from there. So speaking of breaking up, you look at the two-time Eastern Conference finalist participants, the Boston Celtics. <laughs> so, I mean, just what a, what a heck of a ride they've had throughout their past couple seasons. Obviously, you had, you know, that team that made it to the Eastern Conference Finals with IT. You flip him for Kyrie. Kyrie misses the playoffs, and you then make it to the yeah, Eastern Conference Finals. And you still make it there, yeah. right, exactly. And now, disappointing postseason, you know, getting knocked out against the, against the Bucks. Kyrie, Kyrie has to be gone just with what's transpired throughout the whole entire season. You have reports now that he's practically ghosted the Celtics. Um, wow, no, really? Very little communication, you know, since the offseason. All signs are pointing to Brooklyn for him. But also now you have Al Horford, who originally declined his player option, and he was in talks with the Celtics to sign a four-year deal or signed a three-year deal, but now that's off the table. So now he's expected to sign elsewhere. So... Is this the end of the Celtics as we know them? And if so, can the Celtics still, you know, compete in the loaded Eastern Conference right now? No, nah, I wouldn't say they're, they're they're out of the race. I mean, you if you take away if you just take away Kyrie, you can add you know, Kimba. You can but add, Horford's gone too. Oh yeah, well, I think Horford's more important than Kyrie almost. Well, yeah. make the argument. <laughs> 
I, I would well, say. Well, that yeah. team just got what younger, didn't it? It got it got pretty. It was who's on that squad? Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum, Terry Rozier. But Rozier's a free agent. Yeah, he's a restricted Ooh. free agent, I believe. Yeah, oh, restricted. Okay, Lakers. No. Yeah, Marcus Smart. Yes, we want everybody. Yeah, we so. actually need a guard. So. <laughs> yeah, well, you're gonna have to overpay for him. Probably. Yeah, I think this is the end of the Celtics as we know them. I think now they're going to find themselves, if they don't make any major changes or if they're not able to retain Kyrie somehow, they're going to find themselves being a middle-of-the-road, three, four, five, you know, seed in the East playoff team. They'll be a perennial playoff team just because of coaching and just of the talent that they have right now. But mm-hmm. I don't see them winning a championship without these two core players. I see them very much as like the – the Spurs of the Eastern Conference. <laughs> mm-hmm. Always have their hat in the race, but they're uh, going to. Yeah, I, I trust Brad done. Stevens' coaching to get them to the playoffs, but they, I feel like the talent around, like, just their talent is not going to be able to cut it once you know once it, once they get deep. They have the talent, but I just don't think it's developed enough to really make the noise that they would need to make. But. Shoot, and three, if, if this team is still together in three years with this young core, oh my God, that that's very Golden State esque. <laughs> the you know the projection, sorry, not projection, but the uh, the ceiling for them. I would like to see that, but I I think we know that that that's not, it's just not going to happen. Right. I mean, so what do they do now? Do they trade for talent since the free agents are? I mean, I don't. Or... I don't know how much cap space they're going to have with Horford and Kyrie falling off the books, but they should have some because that's over fifty million dollars of cap that you had designated to them. So I think that they're going to have some money to spend, assuming those two don't come back and they need to move on. I'm just not sure of where they of where they go from here, and I think Brad Stevens has something to prove as well. He's a he's a great coach, and I think we all know that. But look at all of the teams he's coached, all the successful teams he's coached, they've had little to no ego. You know, this year they struggled. Yeah, they were fourth in the East, but this is the first time he had to deal with true egos. Kyrie is his own enigma. Uh, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown have had success in the NBA now, so they feel like they deserve some more touches. You got to deal with – you have to deal with Gordon Hayward's ego now because – how are you going to tell Gordon Hayward you're only going to play 15 minutes a game, even if he needed to? That's tough. Uh, Terry Rozier's ego. Uh, Marcus Smart can have an ego. So I think it's because it's a battle. A lot of people on that on the oh, a lot of guys on that team think they're the best player, or that they have the potential to be the best player. Yeah. So it, you know, it's it's tough. It I makes mean, it competitive. Coach. It's it's it makes it competitive, which is good. It it creates the that kind of culture but you have to be careful with that because when there's no clear cut best player on a team then there's a lot of chiefs and not enough indians you know so with lebron everybody knows he's the best player on the team now with addition to anthony davis is there going to be some issues there we don't know but it's not the same way with well i mean if you if you add i mean the team that just won Kawhi is obviously the best player there's no issues on the team, so it can be done. Yeah. You just have to have the right people. No, it can be done. I'm just afraid of them getting lost in 
this tough Eastern Conference right now, assuming that Milwaukee stays pat. Um, Toronto, if Kawhi's back, even if he's not back, they're still one of the better teams in the East. Philly, obviously, even if they were to lose, you know, one or two pieces just with that, you know, duo of Embiid and Simmons, they're going to be a problem. Indiana, you can't sleep on once they get Oladipo back as well. Man. Um, so they are risking getting lost in the shuffle and being one of those middle of the road playoff teams where they might make it two rounds and that's about it. So we'll, before we move on, Celtics, are, are we all in agreement that Kyrie's gone? I mean, yeah. I, I I believe he if, is. If the situation um, is that bad, then yeah, he's gone. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure Al Horford's going to be gone. If he can't agree on a three-year deal with the Celtics, I think he's – maybe he's not gone, but he'll he'll definitely test the market. Mm. And if he doesn't get what he wants, he'll come back. But Where should he look? Who should be shopping for Al mm-hmm. Horford? Who needs a power forward slash center slash great teammate, I think? I don't know. He seems I mean, like he would be. How much better would a team like the Clippers be with Al Horford? The Clippers are not winning a, a championship. Well, not maybe not <laughs> winning a championship, but there aren't there's no there aren't contenders that have cap space right now. There really aren't. Does do the uh, Pacers have? The Pacers uh, do have some cap space, but yeah, who would they need to get rid of? I don't know if they need to get rid of anyone, and I don't know if I. They, I know they like Miles Turner too. But so how I don't know good? If yeah, exactly. How good? How good are Indiana gonna get though with Miles Turner with? Oladipo, I, I say he has better chances staying on Boston squad and like hoping Boston brings some more talent their way because you know he could find himself going to like Brooklyn if if Brooklyn doesn't uh, land. A, Brooklyn a big sounds interesting, or if Kyrie even goes, they could sign. So both of them Al leave. Horford. See, nobody's talking about that either. That's yeah. interesting because they I, both decide I mean, to go I, somewhere, right? Because I mean, I like I like Jared Allen, but. Jared Allen has a lower ceiling than Miles Turner does. I'd be more willing to move on from Jared Allen than I would Miles Turner for Al Horford for three years. I'll, I'll take that. But uh, yeah, so I mean, we'll. Do you want to play in Indiana? I don't, I don't think Al Horford cares. He just wants to win rings. Yeah. I mean, he played. He played. He played in Atlanta for what ten years? Almost. I'd 10 rather. Years. I'd play in Atlanta. Uh, After a certain point, I mean, cities matter. You want to. Exactly. After you've been in the league for 10 years, it's like, all right, I, I, but I want to go where I can have the best opportunity to win. So last thing we got before we get out of here, we got the poll question from our last episode. I wish Carl was here to hear this because he's the one that was so adamant about this topic. Uh, so we talk, he talked about <laughs> America's, America's team. team. Yeah, he yeah, talked about America's team that. and how he feels like he should have the right to vote for who's <laughs> America's team. So the so the results came in. Should the Cowboys remain America's team, or should we vote? Twenty percent said keep the Cowboys. Eighty percent said nah, let's vote. <laughs> that's well, that's yeah, no surprise. Most most people are not Cowboys fans. Fact. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not. I mean, if it was your team, if it was my team, I'd, still, I'd team? still say nah, let's vote. Personally, I'm a Cowboys fan, and I mean. I don't really care about being America's team. I just want the team to be good. And like, we're starting to develop. So, so uh, Connie, that's like the same thing you said. You honestly don't care about the moniker don't, of America's team. I don't, team. like, I mean, <laughs> the Patriots, to be real, is America's team because it's a Patriot. We founded yeah. this country. Which is what Carl said. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, America's team, what, 
I feel like the reason why they're called America's team because they, I guess they embody some of like America's, uh, I guess, characteristics, like the over the top, like super embellished, like the, the, the owner is the owner and the GM and he like, he has to have the biggest stadium ever. And it has to be, the Super Bowl has to be there. Well, they had that name before Jerry Jones. Yeah. Did they back, really? Back in the 70s. Yeah. Well, 70s, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you then. Yeah. But it was. We have well, some they, of the they, nicest they, colors, though. I will say that. Uh, that's, I'm like sorry. I, that, as a Dallas Cowboys fan, our colors are trash. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've always liked that navy silver blue and blue. Silver. That's yeah. it. It's, and that's a weird, like, metallic blue. It's kind of it's weird. Uh, it's it's literally the forty like opposite of the forty ers and yeah. Well, we we got to get out of here. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, make sure to follow us on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at Fan Culture Pod. Check us out on the Anchor app. Um, hey. Leave comments. Participate in our polls. Uh, we want to hear from you guys. Let us know what you guys want to talk about. And share the episodes with your friends too. We we yeah. definitely want to get more people listening, tuning in, trying to roll these out every week. So. Let us know what topics you want us to touch on in the future. We're always looking for new topics. Yeah. And on top of that, if you're trying to be on an episode with us, hey. um, hit us up. We might be able to work something out for you. Uh, Sakani, you got anything to add? I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Also, congratulations, Brandon, hey. on getting engaged this past Saturday. Yes, sir. Yo, you bro. I'll catch y'all next week. Yeah, for sure. We're going to have Sakani here. In person, like, subscribe, person in the flesh. Yes, I'm looking forward to finally being recording in person, not being here in New York, spending some time back home. So yeah, it's exciting. For sure, for sure, can't wait. All right, well, till next time, y'all. Peace. Peace. Peace.